Welcome back to the Full-Time Wedding Pro podcast. My name is Peyton Helm. This is Full-Time Wedding Pro because I already said that. You already know that. And this is being currently live streamed inside of my Facebook group, Full-Time Wedding Pro. So hello to all of my live students here who are watching this. Um, This is going to be episode number five, I believe, of the podcast. And tonight we're talking everything Facebook ads. Guys, I'm so excited for this because this is literally the entire reason of why we're here, uh, how like me and my fiance built our businesses up to be successful, how I am helping my students um, and my extended students who are in the free Facebook group book weddings. It's mostly through Facebook ads. So tonight I'm going to be going over the five main things that I want uh, pretty much all of you guys to know and to learn um, when it comes to Facebook ads, there's going to be some things that I, I, I say, go ahead and start doing. And then there's also going to be some things that I'm going to tell you that might surprise you. And it's also going to be some things where I'm going to be like, Hey, this is a strategy that we use, but I actually don't recommend people do it unless they have advanced training on it. So there's going to be a lot of really, really cool, <laughs> excuse me, value, um, for some free strategies for you guys. But there's also going to be some things where I'm going to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit and show you a little bit of what we teach inside the mentorship program tonight. So I'm very, very, very excited for this. I hope you guys are too. Again, if you guys are here watching this live, a lot of you already commented live. Um, thank you for being here. And whether you're listening to this on uh, the podcast, or you're watching this in a replay in the group. Thank you for being here. And for everybody who's on the podcast, who is not a member of the Facebook group, I go live every single Monday. Some of those live streams are ending up in this podcast, but some of them aren't. So if you want to get more uh, value pretty much and more information from me, more free training, um, go to the Facebook group. It's fulltimeweddingpro.com, or you can just look up Fulltime Wedding Pro on Facebook. Um, and then you can just join the group from there. You do have to be a wedding photographer or filmmaker um, to, to be invited in, but pretty much just get in there. And if, for all of you guys who are here, um, please feel free to go to the guides section and just look at all of the amazing free training. I've got case studies. I've got uh, live stream replays, a lot of awesome value here for you guys. So that's my pitch. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get into Facebook ads and the five things that I'm going to be teaching you guys tonight. Okay. So before I start, I do want to preface a few things. Okay. Um, in my opinion, Facebook and Instagram ads are the number one vehicle to get you to where you want to go as far as getting weddings booked and booking out your calendar. Okay. They are, they work the, the fastest. They are the most consistent. As long as you know how to do them correctly, they work in my opinion, the best out of any, really any other strategy that you can use, at least if you are in a situation where um, maybe not you're you're not a beginner, but you are struggling um, because you're relying on just passive ways to get inquiries, whether that's through social media, um, whether you're spamming Facebook groups, whether you're trying to like chase down vendors and form relationships, whether you're trying to rank on Google, whatever it is, um, adding Facebook ads into your marketing strategy is absolutely crucial if you really want to get success a lot faster, okay? Social media, SEO, vendor relationships, that that can all work, okay? I'm not gonna sit here and say it doesn't work at all. Um, but in my opinion, if you really wanna get where you're going quickly, Facebook and Instagram ads are one of the best ways <coughs> to do it. Uh, you'll have to excuse my coughing. I'm still dealing with a little voice troubles. <laughs> so I apologize there. Um, Carrie, what's up, my man? What's up, Olivia? Thank you guys for being here. Um, again, guys, if you want to watch this live, go to the Facebook group. Please join it. There's, it's it's 100% free. There's a ton of free value here. Um, and I'm, I'm very, very excited for it tonight. But anyway, so that's my little preface there. Also, a couple of these points are going to be fairly basic. They're going to be some things that you guys probably already 
know. Um, so the first two points really are going to be a little bit more basic. It's kind of like a Facebook ads 101. But the last, I, you know, three through five, um, that's where we're going to get a little bit more in depth and a little bit more talking about the actual strategies that we're using um, and, and just kind of diving in past the basics here. So again, if you guys are excited, if you guys are excited in the chat, um, comment, I'm going to, what, what should I have you comment? Comment, uh, um, pumped, comment the word pumped. If you guys are excited and I'm going to go ahead and move on to the first point after I get a drink, of course, and then we'll go ahead and start. So with Facebook ads, this is going to be real basic. This first one with Facebook ads, uh, there are, there is talk in the industry, the wedding photography industry, um, that you should use the boost or the promote button. And I think that talk comes from, the lack of Facebook ad knowledge, because like literally if you look up Facebook ads for wedding photographers or, or even filmmakers um, and you go on YouTube, there's not a lot of information. It's, it's very, very basic stuff. And a lot of it is just like, oh, um, hit the promote button on your Instagram post or hit the boost button or whatever. I think Instagram changes to boost button, but like um, it's very, very tempting to hit that boost button when you don't really know what it does. Okay. You think, okay, well, I'll, I'll put 10 or 20 or even 50 bucks into this little uh, post boost because this posted really well on my Instagram. So I'm just going to boost it up. And I'm just going to see what happens. Um, <laughs> and then we, you go in and you target like maybe males or females or whatever um, in like your local area. And you put like interest as a wedding photographer or, or interest in wedding videography. Um, and then you boost it up for like, you know, 10 or 20 bucks. And then at the end of it, you're like, well, that was kind of a waste. Uh, have you guys ever been there? Like, let me know in the chat if you guys have ever done that. I definitely have. I've done it a lot. <laughs> like, I still get tempted to do it even now. And I'm like, no, nope, it, does, it doesn't work very well. Um, I have had some luck from boosting posts, but I had to spend a whole lot of money. Um, and I, it really was luck. Like, that I, 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 okay, so when I first got started, I'll tell you guys like a, a really, really short story. When I first got started, I was doing wedding films before uh, doing actual photography. And my very first introduction into like Facebook ads for weddings, I boosted a couple posts and one of them booked me two weddings. And then I think I boosted like maybe 10 or 15 more posts after that. And not a single one ever booked me another wedding. So that's why I say like, I think I got really, really lucky on that first one. Um, but then after that, it was just like train wreck after train wreck after train wreck. So my pretty much the first point here is do not use the boost or the promote button or whatever they call it on Instagram. Um, don't use that. Okay. Don't promote your profile. Like unless you want to get followers, it can work. Okay. Um, they're not going to be very targeted followers, but if you don't care and all you care about is the actual follower number, uh, not actually who follows you, then that's fine. Do what you want. But if your goal is to book weddings, um, <laughs> the boost of the promote button doesn't work very well. And the reason why is because you cannot go in and specifically target like really in-depth target your ideal client type. Okay. This is really important for Facebook ads. You have to know who you're talking to, because if you just put a generic ad out there and you're talking to everybody, you're not going to get anybody. You're not going to catch any leads. You're not going to draw any attention because it's just, you're shouting out into the masses and nobody's paying attention to you. Okay. Like if you, if you took a message, um, and you blasted it out to the wrong crowd, um, I don't even know what that message would be. Like if you were trying to sell a used car um, to people who already have all new cars, like nobody's going to care, right? But if you're trying to sell a used car to people who maybe don't have a car or they can't afford a new car, then it's going to stick, okay? This is the same thing. It's just a different analogy. If you're if you're blasting out messages saying, hey, I'm a wedding photographer, hire me for your wedding. 
And then Facebook showing it to other wedding photographers is not going to matter. Like they're not going to care. You know what I mean? Hannah said, yes. Okay. So I'm glad you guys agree here. Um, that's the problem with using the boost button. Okay. You cannot specifically target couples who are engaged, who are actually looking for a wedding photographer. You're just kind of blanket targeting either people in your area or at the very best people who are just interested in weddings, which usually are wedding photographers. Okay. So that's, that's the downside of using uh, the boost button. It can work, but you're pretty much just shooting into the dark and it's, it's, it's like you're gambling at that point. You don't really have a strategy down. So do not use the boost button. That's my main thing. What we're going to use instead is the Facebook ads manager. So you guys might, some people get confused here. Um, when I say Facebook, like Facebook and Instagram, you can run ads on both through the Facebook ads manager. Okay. Um, you just link them up. It's really, really easy. And pretty much I use the Facebook ads manager for everything. It's not the ad center. Okay. That's a difference. There's a Facebook ads manager and there's an ad center. We're using the ads manager. That's the actual software that people like me or even huge fortune 500 companies. That's the software they use to run Facebook ads. It's the Facebook ads manager. That's where you have access to the Facebook pixel and all the tracking details. It's a little bit advanced. We're not going to get into that stuff tonight, um, but it allows you to just exponentially um, dive in and really get focused and really get technical with your Facebook and Instagram ads. And that's really the secret of being successful here is you need to have that customizability. You need to be able to have that control over it. Okay. So use the Facebook ads manager. Now it can seem very, very daunting. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Um, and that's why in the mentorship program, and I, I specifically have a video, um, it's like a 30 minute long video dedicated to just setting up the ads manager. Now that stuff is a little bit more basic information. You don't really have to pay for it. You can literally go on YouTube and look up how to use the Facebook ads manager. It's not, it's not, um, private or like high level information at all. It's actually fairly basic. Um, but it can seem daunting if you guys don't know what you're doing. So using the Facebook ads manager is the first step here. And that's why it's number one, because I just wanted to kind of dispel the myth that we're just boosting posts and we're just hoping for the best because that's not what I teach. Okay. Um, so just, just keep that in mind. <laughs> that's pretty much the first point. Um, the second point here is um, we're running ads to our website and not to messenger. Okay. Another aspect of using the boost button is it can probably be pretty, it's probably pretty tempting um, if you're just kind of getting into Facebook ads for the first time, you're just kind of first looking at them. It can be really tempting to send people to messenger. So that way you can just have full control and you can just talk to them. Um, I was guilty of this. I, I tried this in the very beginning and it, like I said, those first few boosts, it worked. Um, it really, it was just one that worked. And then like all of them after that were just like a nightmare. Um, and I was sending people to messenger at that time. And the problem with sending people to messenger instead of your website is the only answer, the only message that you're going to get is people messaging you and saying, what are your prices? They will not give you any other info. They will just say, what are your prices? Right? Because all they, okay. For those people who are actually seeing your advertisements, not just wedding photographers. Um, if you're just boosting the post, usually there might be one or two that's like really, really good. And they'll actually look at your website and they may even submit your inquiry form on your website. Um, but usually you'll just get, Hey, what are your prices? Sometimes you might get a wedding date, but usually you're going to have to be like, okay, well, what's your wedding date and what's your wedding location? And what are you looking for? And people are just going to be like, well, just tell me the prices. Like, I don't have time for this. Show me the prices. Those people are called price shoppers, by the way. And you attract price shoppers when you don't know what you're doing with your marketing. 
So that's, and that's why I'm here. I'm helping you guys out. So um, that's another way that this is pretty much another example of what I don't want you guys to do. Okay. We don't send people to messenger because here's the thing. Okay. If you put up an ad and you're sending people directly to messenger, you're pretty much getting everybody who's messaging you. And a lot of times those are the price shoppers. And I'm going to tell you why. If you send people to your website instead of messenger, you're going to be doing two things. You're going to be drawing away or, um, what's the correct word that you're going to be uh, driving away. That's it. You're going to be driving away um, the price shoppers because they're going to go to your website. They're, if, if they're pretty much just focused on price, they're going to look for your price. And if it's not in their price range, they're just going to bounce. They're not going to care. Okay. And that's good. You want people to bounce because you don't want to be flooded with messages all the time because that sounds awful. <laughs> um, so sending people to your website will drive people away who aren't your ideal client type or who can't afford you, but it will attract the people who actually care about hiring you as their photographer and actually value your work and are willing to pay your prices. So sending people to your website, it's like a, it's, it's, it's double whammy. You're killing two birds with one stone, I guess you could say, um, because you're, you're not wasting time talking to a bunch of un, unqualified couples and you are only attracting your higher end, more, not premium, but a little bit more ideal client type. Okay. Is that making sense? Like, let me know in the chat if this is making sense to you guys. I know this stuff's pretty basic. I know, I promise we're going to get deeper. Um, but this is like just the basics we're covering right now. So let me know. Let me know if this is making sense. The problem with sending people to your website versus Messenger, because there's, there's pros and cons to everything, right? The problem here is that you have to have a good website and it cannot be just uh <laughs> just like pictures and nothing else or like a really basic contact form there are specific things that you need to put on your website to, in order to make it work okay um the thing with facebook ads is they only work when you have a lot of other things working in unison with it meaning you have to have a good website you have to have the right pricing strategies you have to be able to close people confidently over the phone or however you close them um so Facebook ads alone, they work okay, but they work better when you have them combined with other basic brand building methods, okay? So having a good website is crucial. So I've got one, two recommendations for you guys. If you're in the Facebook group, um, a couple of weeks ago, I did a live website review live stream. You guys can go watch it in the guide section under the replays. Um, it's really good. I go into, I, I, I actually review people's websites live, live, excuse me, God, that voice crack, uh, live. <laughs> and, and I, I kind of go over the basics of webs of good website structure and what you need to do. Um, I teach it a whole lot more advanced inside the mentorship program. Um, but there are, there is a basic version for all of you guys who just want the free information. Um, and it's, again, it's a replay in the, in the guide section of the Facebook group for all of you guys watching the podcast or listening to the podcast. Um, there's your incentive to go join the Facebook group. You can watch that video, but you do need to have a good website. Okay. That's the crux of it. Um, but sending people to your website instead of messenger is a really, really solid method. The only way around this, um, if you do want to use messenger is using a chat bot. It's not something I've done. Um, just full transparency. I know how to do it. I've learned it, but it's not something I really wanted to do ever. Um, but it also can work and that'll kind of save you a little bit of time weeding out the people who aren't qualified. Um, but typically I prefer sending people to my website. That's just me. <laughs> so, um, 
my advice here for number two is send people to your website whenever you start running ads and don't send people to messenger. Okay. That's, that's number two here. If you guys are liking this so far, comment the words value, because when we get to three and four and five, we're really going to be diving in and we're almost there. So uh, comment the word value. If you guys are seeing value in this in the chat section right now, and then we're about to get deep. I promise. We're going quick on this one. I'm just, I'm diving straight in y'all. Cause I got a lot to talk about when we get to three and four. We'll see that we'll start seeing the value comments rolling in. Yep. Value. I love it. I'm glad you guys are getting value out of this again. And also for all of you guys in the chat, if you have any questions at any point, um, please ask it. I am happy to answer questions. Um, obviously if you're listening to the podcast, you can't ask a question, but if you're in the Facebook group, you can. So maybe join the Facebook group. <laughs> uh, Angela said, this is super good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sometimes I feel like this is really basic information because it's stuff that I've known for like multiple years. Um, but you know, everybody's different and everybody's on a different path. So um, sometimes the basic information is good. It's good to go back to the basics. So number one, uh, I'm just going to do like a really quick, a really quick recap of the first two. So number one, don't use the boost button, use the ads manager. If you need help setting up the ads manager, look it up on YouTube. It's it's there's free information out there. I promise. Um, or obviously you can join the mentorship program. I'll touch more on that later. Um, but that, the information's out there and cause it's fairly basic. Number two is run your ads to your run people to your website and not to messenger. Okay. That's, that's pretty much number two, right? Um, cause that's going to do two things. It will drive away your non-ideal clients and it will attract your ideal clients. Okay. So you will be saving time. You'll be saving your energy and you'll only be working with weddings that you actually want to shoot, not just to pay your bills and have a terrible time doing it. Uh, cause that's not why we, that's not why we're wedding photographers. We're wedding photographers and filmmakers because we want to shoot weddings that we actually want to shoot and we want to have a good time doing it and work with really great, really great clients. I can't talk today. So with one and two out of the way, let's move on to number three. This is where we're going to get really in depth here. Okay. Um, this is going to be diving into my main strategy for 2022. Okay. You're going to see, I have two strategies for 2022. This is the first one. This is what I call the evergreen funnel and also the destination funnel. These are two of the, the three main strategies that I use and that I also teach in the mentorship program. Okay. So let's dive into the first one because this is a little bit more important. Number one, the evergreen funnel is what I call it. I, I didn't, I mean, I, did, I guess I made that up, but like you can call whatever you want. Um, it's pretty much just the basic ad strategy that you can use all year long, month in, month out. Um, this is the one that most of our students use to, to get weddings booked kind of throughout the months. And as they're going, um, if you guys have seen some of my testimonials, um, Kyle is probably the, the best example of this because he is, hey, yeah, I can't talk. He's used the strategy for, uh, I believe the last three to four months, Kyle, if you're here, correct me. Um, I think it's been four months now. And um, he's been using this strategy kind of off and on a little bit. And so far he's already made over 20K in weddings, um, which that was like a month or so ago. So it might be more now. Um, but I actually have an interview with him in the Facebook group. If you guys want to watch it under the case study section. Um, but this is pretty much a strategy that he's used. This is one that I've used. This is one that Hannah uses. Um, it's, it's really good to run all year long. So pretty much the way it works is you need to think about this. You need to think about Facebook ads as a two part strategy. Okay. So you have one is your introductory ad to a cold audience. Okay. Now this is pretty much where you're just sending your message out there to super targeted clients. Okay. Those clients are targeted through specific targeting strategies. Like I said, that I teach in my higher end program. 
Um, it's a little bit complicated to get into tonight, but in essence, the way that we target is we narrow people down by um, their, obviously their relationship, their relationship status. We need to focus on people who are engaged. Um, and then you can narrow down further based off like job type, interests, behaviors, um, hobbies, uh, education, income. There's a lot of things that Facebook allows you to target in. It's a little creepy uh, when you think about it because like you can really get specific here. But the best students in my program that get the most results and also for myself, um, the, the best results come from really narrowing down and thinking and, and identifying an ideal client type that you want to shoot, okay? Um, I've talked about this in, in past live streams and I've talked about this extensively in my training, but having an ideal client type is absolutely crucial for this to work. Because like I said earlier, if you just throw out a marketing message to everybody, you're not going to get anything in return because nobody's going to be interested. Okay. So having a set ideal client that you actually know how to talk to is super crucial here. So anyway, we have a, a basic introductory advertisement. I call it a cold traffic ad. Okay. We're just, we're shooting it out to the masses, not the masses, but we're shooting it out to our targeted ideal clients. Um, and we're just pretty much saying, Hey, we're here. Uh, this is an introduction to our brand. This is what we stand for. This is what we call our brand promise um, or whatever you want to call it. And, and pretty much we are saying, hey, this is how we're going to show up and serve you. Okay. I call this a brand introduction ad. Um, if you've downloaded my PDF guide, the book more weddings guide, um, I talk about this in that PDF guide. Um, it's called a brand introduction. Now, the, now there's other strategies you can use like blog posts with follow-ups. You could do PDF downloads and, and follow people over email, but the most simple way to do it is to shoot your message out there and invite people to learn more about you and your brand, okay? You're not gonna put an ad out there that says, hey, I'm booking for 2022 and I'm only charging $1,500. Please book me, I need your booking. Like that's not what we're saying here. We're saying, hey, this you are this client. You are an engaged couple. You're getting married. This is how we're gonna help you. This is how we're gonna, we're, we are going to uh, show up for you in this way. We're gonna give you this plan. We're going to shoot your, your wedding in this way so that way we can solve the stressors. We can make sure that you have an amazing wedding. Uh, we can make sure you capture your memories perfectly. You're pretty much just explaining to your couples how you're gonna show up for them and how you're gonna serve them to the best of your ability. And then you're inviting them to learn more, okay? Is that making sense to you guys? Let me know. I'm talking about ad copy right now. Like, it, you know, image or video aside, the best ad copy addresses who you want to work with, how you're going to help them, and then inviting them to learn more about you. Okay. Again, I teach this extensively in the mentorship program, like a lot. Um, and I actually also have an ad copy template, but that's beside the point. Um, really diving in to knowing your clients and then showing up and giving them actual value instead of just saying, hey, book me. That's how you attract people. If this is making sense, let me know. Like, I want you guys to tell me if you were engaged, um, how would you respond differently to an ad that just said, hey, I'm a wedding photographer. I'm, I charge $2,000 and I have five dates left in, in 2022. You're probably going to see that and be like, I don't care. Scroll. But if you're the type of person that's like, okay, I want a wedding photographer. Um, I want to make sure that they've got a lot of work. I want to make sure that they are experienced. I want to make sure that they can make my day as stress-free as possible. And I want to make sure I can get really high quality photos out of it. And then you saw an ad that addressed every single one of those pain points and said, this is how I'm going to show up for you. And here's a link to learn more about me. Which would you respond better to? Let me know in the comments, the first or second one. I would respond better to the second one. 
I don't know if that's because I'm a photographer and I'm really picky on who I want to shoot my wedding. Uh, but that's just me, guys. <laughs> like I would respond better to the second one. And the results in my program prove this. Okay. So ad copy is super, super important. All right. So again, we're just on the first pillar here. Like there's a lot of, of info here. So if you guys are making advertisements that pretty much just say, hey, I'm booking in 2022. I charge this much. Book me now. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Okay. You're not attracting your ideal client types because you're not talking to them. You're just blatantly saying, hey, I'm available. Book me. Okay. So what you do instead, again, is you, you identify who you're talking to, you solve their pain, and then you invite them to learn more about you. That's the, the structure of a brand introduction advertisement. Okay. And you can do that for photo. You can do it for video. It doesn't matter. That's, that's just one of the ad strategies that we use inside the evergreen funnel. Um, but it's my personal favorite and it's the one that usually works the best. Okay. Um, so that's the first pillar. Now you got to think about the second pillar, the second pillar here. Well, really there's three pillars. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the second pillar here is you need to show back up to all of those people who saw your first ad. We call this retargeting. This is something you can't do when you boost a post. Okay. And this is why we use the ads manager. You want to show up to people um, whenever they click on your ad, or even if they just see your ad and they, you know, they're like, oh, this is a photographer, whatever. If they engage with it, they click on the ad, they go to your website, whatever. Um, chances are that most of those people are just going to bounce and they're just going to keep scrolling on with their day. Okay. The secret to converting those website visitors into inquiries is to keep showing up. And that's why we retarget. Now, retargeting took a hit with the iOS uh, 14 update, but it, it, it was far from ruined. Okay, we just had to change our strategy a little bit. So we retarget people based off of if they went to our website, if they engaged with our ad, um, pretty much like if they saw our ad and they took some kind of action that, that showed us they were interested in learning more, we showed them another ad. And this second ad is a little bit more... Uh, how do you say, like a little bit more intentional with this one, we're saying, Hey, we're not saying this, but we are pretty much saying like, Hey, you saw our ad once. So we're going to give you a little bit more of a push to come hire us. And this can, this can manifest itself with a testimonial ad. You could do like a, a, a benefit list. Um, or you can just ba basically say like, uh, Hey, you know, we are running out of spots for 2022. Um, secure your spot now or, or book with us. Like you can be a little bit more uh, direct with this ad. And that's why I really like it because it's a, it's a, it's a lot more simple than a, a basic cold ad. Okay. So the goal here again is to show people your first ad, that first pillar, introduce them to your brand, invite them to your website, let them learn more about you. And then you show them another ad. It's called a retargeting ad. In this ad, you keep showing up over and over and over again for weeks until a larger number of those people who keep coming to your website, they see that and they're like, okay, all right. I've seen this ad 368,000 times. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fill out this inquiry form. How many of you guys like, let me know in the chat. I'm going to, I'm going to get some chat going. Um, let me know if there's ever been a situation uh, for you guys where you saw an ad and maybe you're interested, but you just put it off and you just put it off and you just put it off. And every time you saw that ad, you were like, I'm going to put it off and put it off. But eventually you bought, let me know. I, I do that a lot. <laughs> like personally, I do that a whole lot. Say yes in the chat if you've done that before. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet almost all of you guys have done that before. And the reason why, there's a, 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 
there's an old marketing saying. I'm sure like almost all of you guys have heard it if, if you're even remotely interested in marketing. Um, there's an old saying that says you have to, people have to see an ad at least seven times to show up and, and to make a, a buying decision. Since we're in 2022 or since we're in 2021 now, we're not in 2022 yet. Um, since we're in 2021, almost in 2022, I think that number has probably gone up to like 30 or 40 times now. Because like I'll literally I'll be running a retargeting ad for weeks and I will still be getting some inquiries trickling in from that first audience that came through. So you have to do this and you have to let it run. This is a slow burn, right? Facebook ads, you cannot have the mentality that Facebook ads work very, very quickly because in the whole grand scheme of things, they do work really quickly, but you're not going to put an ad up and then book a wedding in two days. Okay. Unless, unless you're Maddie and Tanuj, uh, my two students who did that, I, they did that. I, I have not done that, but, um, honestly, like that was a little bit of a mix of good strategy and also a little bit of luck, I think. Um, but I mean, even they, like, even so I've had students in the program that put an ad up and within one to two weeks, they booked weddings. Okay. So Facebook ads are pretty quick, but you cannot, um, you cannot come into the mentality that you are going to run an ad for three days and think you're going to book a wedding. Cause it, unless you get super lucky, it doesn't happen that way. Usually it's two to four weeks. Okay. That's, that's usually how long we run an ad, if not all year long. Um, now, obviously throughout the months we're, we're still booking. Um, but I mean, I've had ad sets that I've let run for six, eight, 12 months. Drew said, that's one of the mindsets I'm trying to work on now. I know you are. <laughs> I know. I know. Like for all of you guys who don't know, into the mentorship, we do coaching calls. And that's literally what we talked about on the last coaching call um, is it, slowing down that expectation a little bit. And it's okay. Like if you get a hundred clicks to your website and you don't get an inquiry, it's okay. Keep it running. You will. I promise. You just, you cannot give up on it. Um, you also can't be afraid to spend a little bit of money here. That's another part of this strategy. Like if you're scared, to spend $25 or $50 on an advertisement, don't be. Guys, I literally like, okay, check this out. I know people who have done the strategy that I'm teaching next to the, like the one after this one, who have spent five, $700 on an ad. And that sounds like, oh my God, like that's so much money. But they booked like 20 to $40,000 in weddings. Okay. With our ads, with this funnel specifically, and I have another one, which I'm going to tell you guys in a second. With this strategy, I don't even know how much money. I think overall, I may have spent between two and $3,000 on wedding ads, um, but that has booked us over six, oh, I almost said 6,000, almost six figures of weddings, okay? So you you have to be okay with spending money on advertisement if you are going this route, okay? Drew just said, yeah, spend money to make money is age old and it's true. It's very true. There's two, okay, I'm, a, I'm going on a little rant here and I promise I'm gonna rope us back, but I just wanted to say this for a second. Um, if you are holding back on Facebook ads because you're scared of spending money, you're spending money regardless. And listen to that. Because if you're spending time on social media, chasing down vendors and venues, chasing down referrals, chasing down hashtags, I know, I know you guys do it, I do too. Um, even spending time ranking on Google, because it can take a little bit. You're spending money. There's, it's called an opportunity cost. And I bet, I'm willing to bet that if I asked all of my students what the opportunity cost was for not joining my program and not doing Facebook ads, they'd probably say multiple five figures. 
And there's a reason why I teach this, right? I love ads for this reason. You're spending, and Megan said, oof, I love it. <laughs> so yes, you're still spending money, okay? That's why I love this because personally, I would rather spend money than time because money always comes back, but you never get time back. And if, if, if you are wanting to do weddings full-time to quit your job or even just to provide for your family, or maybe just to be free, financially free, and do whatever you want, travel if you want to, spend more time with your family, why would you not spend a little money to get that going? Answer. I mean, you don't have to say in the chat, but like answer that question in your own head. Personally, I would. That's why I bought coaching. That's why I spend money on Facebook ads. That's why I spend money um, with this program. Like I, guys, I spent a whole lot of money just having this coaching program up. Um, but there's a reason for it because it's also making me money. It's also helping you guys. Um, but like with weddings specifically, that that's why I've spent multiple thousand dollars on Facebook and Instagram ads. I, again, I don't know the exact number. I'll probably have to get it for you guys if you want it, but I don't care. Um, anyway, you have to spend money to make money, even if that version of spending money is spending time because you're still spending money that way. So that's my rant there. Um, let's rope it back. <laughs> we got deep there, but we're gonna we're gonna lighten it up a little bit. So anyway, um, first pillar: we're sitting out an we're sitting out an ad to a cold audience. We're saying, "Hey, this is who we are. It, let's learn you know learn more about us. Go to our website." Then we're retargeting people and we're saying, "Hey, you went to my website or you engaged with my ad. I know you saw it. You you can't lie. I, I know you saw that ad. Click it again. Here's a new ad. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show up again." Here's a testimonial from one of my clients. You see that? That's pretty cool. Like that proves I can show up. Or maybe, hey, here's all the benefits that I provide. Here's what every single, every single one of my couples gets. This is why you should hire me. Or hey, I'm running out of spots for 2022. If that's true, then say it. Say, hey, you know, if you want to book me, you got to get going. It's like you got to pick up the pace here a little bit. You got to do it. That's the purpose of a retargeting ad, okay? You can be a little bit less um, weird on that than I was. Um, obviously like make it on brand, but the purpose there again is to show people that you exist because they will forget. And if you generate enough interest, you will generate inquiries. Okay. Interest equals inquiries. That's, that's my new slogan. Um, interest equals inquiries. <laughs> so that's the second pillar. Now I mentioned a third pillar. I wasn't originally going to say this, but the third, I feel like it's important. Um, and it goes back to having the other, um, building blocks in place, right. Which is a good website a good follow-up system, meaning that you, you can follow up with inquiries without getting ghosted and then confidence in uh, selling your packages at a decent price. That's going to sustain you. Okay. I ta I've talked so much about pricing. Um, I just did a pricing workshop in the, uh, in my private group. Um, and it was absolutely incredible, at least in my opinion, but some of the students said it was really good too. So I'll take their word for it. Um, we're pretty much like, I, I literally dove into my entire pricing structure. I gave out pricing guides as templates that they can use. Um, my students are getting a lot of goodies this year. So anyway, pricing is very, very important, but having the confidence to sell a package is, oh, it's so, so crucial. Okay. Cause if you raise your prices, but you're not confident in the fact that you can charge that much and deliver a good service. Uh, then you're not going to sell it because people are going to be able to see through your BS there. Okay. And I say BS is like, a, you know, it's a strong word, um, but even it could just be your own insecurity. So going back to the third pillar, you need to have a good website. 
you need to incorporate the things that I talk about in this group. Again, if you guys are in the free group, go watch that live stream replay where I did uh, website reviews. I go over the basic structure. Or if you want to learn a whole lot more, again, I'll, 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 I'm going to pitch you guys all the mentorship program at the very end of this uh, training um, so you know more about it. But you have to have that pillar in place. You have to have a great follow-up system so you don't get ghosted by everybody and you're not just driving people away. And then you need to be able to sell with confidence at a higher price point if you want to sustain your business. But I'll tell you guys right now, if you're charging like, thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars um and you have a goal of like making 80 to a hundred thousand dollars or even like 60k like that's so many weddings and you're gonna get burnt out so so quickly like if you guys if you guys think um or let me rephrase that question how many of you guys have been burned out this year because i swear to god we booked 30 weddings this year and I cut it off because I didn't want to do anymore and we still got burnt out and I was like Ugh. so next year we're diving it back to 20. Um, because it, it was just so much. So like, if, if you guys have been burnt out like that, let me know in the chat. Um, but especially like if, if you want to make a solid income, um, an, at least enough of an income to be financially free in 2022, uh, you, and you're charging like a thousand or $1,500. Um, yeah, like it's not sustainable. It, it will drive you insane. Um, literally Sarah said 14 weddings and it started to get, get to me a little drew said, I've done 13 wedding films this year. And let me tell you, that's exhausting on its own. Um, drew, you'll be happy to know that I'm going to, my next workshop in the program is going to be about outsourcing. So, um, I got you there, my man, <laughs> uh, that's been a huge, huge lifesaver for us. But anyway, um, going back to it, that's the third pillar. Okay. So again, recap first pillar. You're shooting an ad out to a cold audience. Second pillar, you're bringing people back in through retargeting the ad. And third pillar, you have a solid website, a good follow-up strategy, and you can close with confidence, okay? Now, I know that's, it's it's like a 10,000 foot view here. And that's because, you know, two reasons. If I dive, if I dove into every single thing, um, we would be here for six hours and my mentorship program students would have paid for nothing because I just gave all the information away for free. Um, plus, you know, free information is free information. And even if it's really good information, a lot of people will still see it as free and they won't take action on it. So anyway, that's the 10,000 foot view of the evergreen funnel. Um, it, again, it's, it's our main ad strategy we run all year long. Um, we do also have a little bit of a, um, a variation of it that I call the destination strategy. And it's pretty much like if you want to book destination weddings or destination elopements, um, or if you live in a destination type of location like mountaintops, um, like we live near the Blue Ridge Mountains or on a beach, or even if you live in a country that a lot of people like to travel to, um, you can use Facebook ads to literally target people who are wanting to get married in that location that you want to shoot in, give them value to show up for them, and then invite them to book you in that location. It's super, super cool. Um, that's a little bit of a variation of it. And I just kind of wanted to hype that up a little bit because, again, it's something that we teach in the higher end program. Um, but Facebook ads, in my opinion, are the best way to book destination weddings and elopements because like, especially if you've never shot in, the, <laughs> excuse me, in those locations and you have no work to put up on Instagram. I love it. So let me get a drink. Cause I'm, I'm getting hoarse here. <clears throat> All right. So this next one is going to be controversial. Um, and it's sad that it's going to be controversial because of educators in this space um, who say you shouldn't do it, but I'm going to dispel all the myths here. Um, oh, wait. So Drew said, Drew said, is running multiple ads in the same part of the funnel a bad idea? 
I don't exactly know what you mean by that, man. Um, let me like message me. And cause that sounds, that probably sounds like a higher end question. Um, so shoot me a message and I will let you know if you mean like running a cold ad and a retargeting ad at the same time, the answer is uh, no, that's not a bad idea. Go, go for it. Do that. Um, but if you mean something else, like, let me know, shoot me a message and I'll answer you since you're a student. Um, anyway, so the next point is controversial. Um, and it's, it's something that I have in the beginning of the, me starting this program. It's something that I actually never talked about because this is the one thing where, um, I don't want you guys to spend a lot of money trying this out, um, because you can screw it up pretty easily if you don't know what you're doing. Um, and it's, it's using uh, a promo cycle, which is either a discount or a giveaway. So this is a really, really easy way to get a whole lot of inquiries really, really quickly. Okay. That's the easy part of the strategy. It's, it's running like engagement session giveaways are super, super popular. Um, you could also do discounts or even like full elopement giveaways. Um, the problem here is that, well, the problem itself is not that you get a lot of inquiries, the problem here is that if you don't know how to actually follow up with those inquiries and like choose a winner and follow up with those winners and get them on the phone and do all this stuff, um, you can very easily end up with a whole bunch of free sessions and no weddings booked. <laughs> so that's why I say be careful with the strategy unless you know what you're doing. Um, but I kind of just wanted to put this in here because there seems to be a trend in the industry of people saying not to do giveaways and not to do uh, discounts and promotions and sales and stuff. And, um, I mean, we all just went this black Friday where everybody was going on a discount. You, you should not put yourself in a box is the main point of this. Okay. If you think that the only ad strategy is to just like <clears throat> only talk to your ideal clients and only offer things at a super high price point. Yeah, it works, but it can also work really, really well and get you weddings booked really, really quickly. If you run an engagement giveaway, um, or even a discount or some kind of some type of other giveaway. Me personally, I like doing the engagement giveaways. It's something that I usually do one to two times per year. Um, it's not something I do all the time. So I'll just let that be clear. Um, but there is a specific way that we do it that I teach in the program that will allow you to spend two, three, even like $500 if you want to or more. Um, and book a whole lot of weddings very, very quickly if you do it the right way. Right. So like, um, some of you guys the other day, if you were, if you've been in the group for a little bit, um, the other day I posted a testimonial from one of our students, Janice, and she booked a, uh, a $5,500 wedding. It was 5550 exactly. Um, and that came from her engagement session giveaway. So for all the people who think that, oh, if I run a giveaway, I can only book $2,000 clients, blah, blah, blah. guys, you can book a whole lot higher paying clients. Okay. Henry booked a $6,000 wedding from his giveaway. Janice booked a $5,500 wedding from her giveaway. She also just booked a $3,500 wedding from her giveaway, pay in full. So she's almost at $9,000. I guess that's over 9,000. Yeah. Um, is that, I don't know. Anyway, um, actually it might be 10,000. I'm not sure, but she, she's very close to $10,000 this month, just from like one giveaway that she ran. Okay. They work really, really well. If you know how to do them the right way. Okay. So again, this is something that I'm going to say, be careful um, with this. If you do try to do this, um, make sure that 
uh, you know how to do it correctly, <laughs> as in like find somebody who teaches it and then learn from them. Like I am an example, but you don't have to go to me. Um, yeah, Drew just said I have I have one open for four thousand dollars ish from my giveaway ad. I love it, and he just started his. I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, like just trust me there. It works. Don't listen to people who don't say it. It doesn't work. Um, because I, I know like myself and I actually know personally a few other influencers or influencers, uh, educators is a better word, um, in the wedding photography space that do teach giveaways and that we all teach it the same way pretty much. And, and it works really, really well. So, um, that's my rant there. Um, it's, it's a strategy and it works. You just have to, you have to have the right way to do it or else you can end up wasting money and wasting time. So my recommendation for you guys, if you are not interested at all in getting any further education, you're just the type that's like, Hey, I want to try things on my own. Um, more power to you. Uh, maybe try the evergreen funnel instead because <laughs> it, it, it will be less risky. I promise. Um, but anyway, that's number four, again, a little bit controversial, but I don't care. Like I like being controversial because like, you know, good and bad press is still press. Um, and it's kind of funny, like whenever I'm in other groups and I make a controversial comment, I always get a whole bunch of uh, group members. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> but anyway, that's number four. Um, if you guys are getting value out of this, let me know. And if you have any questions, like, let me know, like comment the word value or just say yes, or like, give me some feedback here. I want to make sure like, this is making sense to you guys. I'm stopping to get a drink again. Austin had a question. It says, for those just starting in ads, but with a decent, decent flow of clients that allow a marketing budget, what would you recommend a good monthly number is? 50, 200, 500 monthly. Um, Austin, I mean, it's really how high you want to scale it. Like typically what I teach in my program is I like to start low and test and make sure things are working and then scale. So usually what that looks like is about minimum $100 a month. And then you can go up from there, 200, 300, even 500 if you want to. I think 500 is a little high. Um, you can, you can do fine at like one to two to $300 a month. If you want to book like one to two weddings per month, if you want to go more than that, then you're going to have to spend a little bit more, but on average, we typically spend one to 200 per wedding that we book and we're booking around 48 to $5,800 per wedding. Um, <laughs> Drew said, I've seen the controversy happen. I love it. <laughs> yeah. If it's too controversial, if like, you know, I, I don't like posting very controversial things, but I usually just like to joke and have a good time. And uh, I learned it from Dan Henry, guys. So um, he's he's all about controversy, controversy. Um, so it's really funny. <laughs> but uh, I just I, do, I just don't like the cheesy marketing. Like a lot of people will post in Facebook, a lot of educators. Um, I'm going to be controversial. A lot of educators will post in Facebook groups like fake value and they'll be like, oh, here's a generic tip that everybody already knows. And then like people and like people will comment and then they'll, like, he'll message them. I don't, I'm saying he I'm not talking about a specific person. I've seen a lot of people do this. Um, I don't like doing that. I don't even like posting in other groups. But if I've got a pretty funny comment that I want to comment, I will say it. And it always gets me group members. It's like the best free marketing strategy ever. Anyway, that's a rat. Um, <laughs> but anyways, guys. Uh, on number four, <clears throat> giveaways work. Okay. And if, if you're following educators and I know a few, but I'm not going to say their names. If you're following educators who say that you shouldn't do giveaways, um, just know that myself have done giveaways, um, a very, I'm not going to call them out, but a very, very successful educator I actually know two very, very successful educators in the industry, teach wedding, teach engagement giveaways. Um, and they work very, very well. So please do not put yourself in a box. And if you want to learn more about the amazing strategy that engagement giveaways are, um, 
then learn it, learn it from me or learn it from people who teach it. Um, Cause it really, it really can book you a whole lot of weddings very, very quickly. Um, it like, for instance, if I hadn't done an engagement giveaway in uh, 2020, um, I would literally be like six or seven weddings less this year than I did. Like one ad literally booked me over $20,000 in weddings in 2020. So it's a really powerful strategy and I, I love teaching it. Um, it's also very easy if you know what you're doing. So anyway, that's my rant for number four. Um, we're going to bring this to a close on number five. And number five is probably, uh, <laughs> you're probably not going to see this coming. Um, but number five is Facebook ads should not be your only strategy. Um, <laughs> so I say that because a lot of people come here and they're like, I just want to go Facebook ads. I want to do Facebook ads only. Um, I want to do this as my main strategy. And it can be your main strategy. That's fine. But I want you guys to understand the value of getting leads on autopilot in other ways. Okay. And that the number two way from like, if Facebook ads are number one, in my opinion, the second best is SEO. Okay. Um, I was in an SEO coaching program um, and it was absolutely incredible. And I know a few people who teach SEO in the industry and they are amazing. Um, but like SEO is a really like ranking on Google itself is a really solid way to get people to your website on autopilot. You, again, you have to have a great website. You have to know how to do it correctly because it can be a little bit daunting. Um, and if you're willing to wait like, you know, three to six months to rank up on Google, it's a really, really good way to get passive traffic over to your website. And if you guys want, um, I might do a, a little live stream on SEO if you guys want to. It's not really something that I teach um, in great detail, at least yet. Um, but it is a really good strategy. It's a solid strategy. And it's, it's a whole lot better than using Google ads. <laughs> I will say that because Google ads kind of suck. And that's why I don't teach them. So SEO is a really, really good way to do it. Um, number three is I would say is going, I don't want to say going after, but forming vendors. No, what am I trying to say? Forming relationships <laughs> with vendors. I, I can't talk tonight for some reason. Um, it's forming really good relationships with vendors. Okay. Um, and you have to look at this as not just getting on preferred vendor lists, but it is, you have to look at it as like, I am, I'm reaching out to this person. I'm giving this person my own value first, and then letting the law of reciprocity, is that how you say it? Reciprocity, I think, uh, kick in and, and have them feel compelled to provide you value in the form of a wedding booking and just said, do it. I think that was in response to me teaching more SEO. Um, I might, I still have to, it's, it's a long process. Um, I might do one though. We'll see maybe. Um, but Andrew said, optimizing my site from video to photography has been an adventure. Oh my gosh. I bet. <laughs> I, I understand. So anyway, um, number three is, is <laughs> forming vendor relationships, excuse me, guys, uh, forming vendor relationships. Okay. We have, um, over the course of like the last several years that me and Hannah have been shooting weddings, weddings, um, we've gotten on a, a few preferred vendor lists. I actually just got on a, pre a preferred vendor list, um, for a really nice castle in North Carolina. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty excited for that, but like we give them value first and then we let them come to us to form that relationship. And a lot of people are like, well, just like, you know, I'm going to DM this person. I'm going to say, hey, I want to be on a preferred vendor list or, hey, let's meet up and have coffee or, you know, whatever. Um, but if you're willing to provide that person value first, 
whether that's a wedding referral, whether that's featuring them on your website or on your social media, that is how you really form um, a really, really good relationship with a vendor. Okay. So I just wanted to touch on that really quick. I'm not going to dive too in deep, too deep in that, um, but it is a really good way. And then there's other ways too. I think SEO, social media in general, like just posting on Instagram consistently, you will build up a following, you build, you will build up uh, a referral base from Instagram, providing a great client experience, obviously to get those client referrals is super important too, but SEO, vendor relationships, social media, all that stuff is super important in addition to your Facebook ads. So that's what I kind of wanted to wrap up here. Um, Meg said, do you think Facebook ads is a good approach for somebody trying to book their first wedding as a lead photographer? Absolutely. Yes. I think Facebook ads in general are really, really good for two types of people. Okay. Um, people who are a little bit more on the beginner side and then people who have clients coming in, but you want to scale. Okay. And when I say beginner side, I don't mean like you have no weddings at all because then it's a little bit like, you know, you have to have some work. Um, but like where you said it, since like you're wanting to book your first wedding as a lead photographer, if you have some work on your website from weddings that you have second shot or even from styled shoots, then ads will work really well for you. You just have to know how to position, position yourself properly. Um, so if that answers, hopefully that answers your question, Facebook ads are really, really good for people who are, you know, you're wanting to break past shooting. Like you want to hit your first, like 20 to 40 weddings in like, you know, your next year. Um, and you're kind of just like first, not really getting started, but you have some work and you're just wanting to increase it. And it's also really, really good for people who have clients coming in um, and you just want to scale, you want to go higher. So again, it's pretty good for everybody. The only people I would say maybe don't do Facebook ads initially for are people who have no work, like no wedding work at all. Um, and like, you're kind of just trying to find your first wedding and you just want to get some work out there. Um, for all, if any of you guys are watching this and you don't have any weddings in your portfolio at all, um, my recommendation is to find somebody to second shoot for. That's going to be my first thing to recommend to you guys, because that will give you a mentor, which is huge. It will, um, allow somebody to teach you and it will allow you to witness a wedding as it unfolds and get comfortable shooting. That's my first recommendation. Um, you could also do style shoots. We, me and Hannah actually host style shoots. Um, that's another thing that you could do. You can pay a ticket to join a style shoot, or you can host your own. If you want to keep things simple, I'd say just buy a ticket. Usually they're anywhere from like 60 to, um, on average, like a hundred bucks, but you can definitely go higher. Um, or you can just host your own. That's whatever you want or offering free shoots, like free, um, you could do model calls. You could get people dressed up in wedding attire. You could shoot them. Um, you could do even a free wedding if you want to. That's a little extreme. But again, like that's my recommendation if you don't have any work. But if you do have some wedding work, definitely do ads. Like, like oh, go for it. So that's where I'm going to wrap up for the five, um, pretty much like the five things. And if you listen to the podcast, I'm going to cut off the podcast here, but I'm going to keep live streaming for a little bit longer. So um, if you have listened to this podcast, if you've been listening to this podcast, thank you so much for being here. Um, and I hope to see you on the next episode. Peace out.